0: Guys from Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions, usually. I'm Sean Cordingly.
1: And I'm David R. Smith, and that weird introduction basically means that this must be a What Are You Guys Up To podcast. Yay! So there's no question. I mean, it was asked us asked of us once. Twice, on, actually. Twice. Yeah. And then we just decided to do it bimonthly. Yeah, as a regular feature. Like a science fiction convention. Yeah. But it's not the BIMO Sci-Fi Con, it's the BIMO What Are You Guys Up To Bye, Mon. What are Blah. you good ge- up to?
0: So what have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> so for the, if this is your guys' first time hearing one of these, which is entirely possible, because our numbers have gone up considerably, thank you so much for mm-hmm. joining us. Uh, we talk about the things that we're reading, that we are playing, specifically video games, although Dave will wander into sports, just because... I don't play a lot of video games. And he does have the time to play sports. Sure. What we're listening to, music, which is usually short, podcasts, which aren't our own, and mm-hmm. then the longest segment, which is what we're watching. What are we watching?
1: Yeah. And it's always the longest because we watch a lot of things, and particularly Sean watches a lot of things, and I watch some things. and Yep. You know, just we, it just... It goes in, in the amount... Yeah, like, reading... It's a book, a couple books... Playing, I don't play much yeah, and then I listen to a fair and yeah, it just kind of escalates as we go on through the through the podcast exactly so, so what yeah. have you been reading well, I finally finished it good, which is a reread which is a reread right uh just knowing that the that the the movie is coming out in the not too distant future September yep. September and uh just, it had been long enough that since I had read it that I, I I was forgetting a lot of how it kind of... A lot of the, the, the key elements and... It's like the orgy? <sighs> it's so weird. <laughs> Even when I get to it, I'm just like, I get it? But it's like 12-year-olds. Yeah. But it's Stephen King and the guy just writes what he wants and, you know, the ritual of Chud is just that, I guess.
0: I suppose.
1: But... Yeah, that part I always forget about that part. Maybe I block it out, or or maybe I just.
0: Well, it's also it's not in the miniseries for good reason, and obviously I'm assuming it won't be in the film. But... I
1: expect it won't be, but at the same time, I mean, it's easier to write than it is to film, obviously. Oh, yeah. um, and
0: I mean, it's not as. What if it's all stunt doubles
1: and they're like thirties? <laughs> There's that option. <laughs> It's just Milhouse when he gets hurt. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, Every time I read it, it's weird, but it's not as overt as you would think. Like, the way he writes it is fairly no, tasteful, it, yeah, as tasteful not, as something like that can be. Sure. Because it's still, there's a sense of innocence to it, because they don't necessarily know what's happening. But at the same time, it's still just like, we all know what's happening here, and it's really yeah. strange.
0: But it makes sense and context i get why it's there and like you said it is tasteful Mm -hmm. like it's not an edward lee kind of this
1: is here for shock value totally it's this is just what it is yeah and you know it's just a way to bring them all together anyway so i finished that (laughs) i got past the nice
0: euphemism
1: (laughs) or geez bringing
0: people together since 2000 bc admit it you would wear that shirt Totally. If the, if the graphic was tasteful, totally. you would wear that shirt.
1: 100%. Like a Rorschach test or something, yeah. so that people could see it, but they don't know if they see it, and then on the back it says that or something, Yeah, I would absolutely wear that.
0: Or, like the best t-shirt we've ever seen, ask me about my pug, and then you have to lift up your shirt, so it could be on the inside, that is a covering sweet. your face, like all of the best orgies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so I finished reading that recently, (laughs) Uh um, finally got through it. Like I, I had, I thought I had like 150 pages and it turned out I had 200 pages. So then I just kept, I just mathed wrong and, and so then I finally was like, okay, I'm into the last hundred and usually the last hundred pages I try to fly past because, you know, it's, it's kind of the the climax of the, of the, of the story and everything like that. And, and, uh, I just, I, I tried to get through it, but I mean. It was it was a slog to get through it because it's a long ass book. It is. So I finished that and I'm happy with that. I'm happy I got it done. And so I'll I'll be a little bit more familiar with it when when the um, movie the movie comes, the movie comes out. But you, uh, but you did enjoy reading it. Of course right? I did. Like, yeah. It didn't scare me as much the second time as it did the first time. But it never would. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, the other book I'm reading is the one I just started. is called Three Day Road. Okay. It's. I had the author in my head, and now I don't. Uh, it is written by Joseph Boyden. He's a Canadian writer. Um, it's a historical fiction. Okay. So basically, it's about a, and I'm I'm just a couple chapters in, so it's still very very fresh. But I've already started enjoying it, and essentially, it's about um, this 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 somebody who he's Cree, and he goes off to fight in the First World War, oh. and um and his aunt is coming to pick who she she assumes it's his friend that she's coming to pick up and it turns out it's him because she had heard that he was mortally wounded at, at um, I can't remember he's in Passchendaele I think oh, okay. or Flanders he's in Flanders ah, sure. um, and so he she heard that he was killed and so she's going to pick up his best friend who is basically the closest living relative that she has anymore Right. Um, turns out that it's him and now he's back in Canada with a missing leg and he's addicted to morphine and the morphine is running out and so now he, we're starting to kind of get stories of him back in the war and uh, like i've just just started it so i haven't really gotten into much of the graphic details okay but my, my my sister read it my dad read it and i believe my mom read it and they all loved it so it sounds very yeah, interesting i'm very very excited to start reading it so yeah it's just like I'm i'm not even two chapters in i don't think but i'm it's already. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is going to be a book I enjoy. So cool. very much looking forward to, to getting through this one, and then telling us about it in June. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, Sean, what are you reading?
0: I finished Caliban's War, which okay. I did talk about back in February. Mm-hmm. when We did this. Uh, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to continue with the series or okay. not because. I feel like they've wrapped up the stories of the characters I care about, and moving forward, it will probably be bringing new ones in. I see. So I don't know if I need that okay. or not. But I, did, I very much enjoyed it. It's definitely worth the read. Okay. If you enjoy Leviathan's Wake or The Expanse on the Sci-Fi Network, these are the books that that okay. series is based on. So it, it was good. I enjoyed that. Um, I read 28 volumes of a manga called Baby Steps. Okay. Based on the title, what do you think it's about?
1: Young kids learning to walk. Tennis. So... <laughs> I mean, I was close. <laughs> all
0: right. It's essentially, it's about a, a guy who in, in high school doesn't do any sports at all and is thinking that he should for university entrance exams to diversify his resume and diversify to help him get into a university should try something so he tries tennis and falls in love with it to the point where he wants to try and become a professional so it starts off with him having never played tennis before and the end of book 28 was him going to the u.s to a school in florida to play against some of the top amateurs and that sort of stuff. So it's just, it's his journey and his friend's journeys in learning tennis and becoming better tennis players. Cool.
1: It's really good. Interesting. Now you've read Infinite Jest. I have. Which is about tennis. Sure. Kind of?
0: Yeah. For the sake of argument, let's go with yes.
1: Amongst a bunch of other things? Yeah. Okay. Did you ever play tennis? A Beyond bit. like, not just b- mucking around with no. your friends? No. Yeah. It's just interesting how there's so much written about it. It is it is
0: entirely within yourself. You have to play. You are alone yeah. on the court. Yeah. There's no team. You can't talk to your coach. Unless you're
1: playing doubles, I suppose.
0: Yeah, if you're playing doubles, I, yeah. I guess. But this is about singles. Sure. So is Infinite Jest. <laughs> but it is. It's entirely finding the zone, and it's entirely about... Strategy. There's so much strategy in tennis. Golf there is to a point, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it's how does my hit go? Do I get lucky with terrain? Did I hit the right shot? Is the wind right? Did I read that? Whereas tennis is all if I hit this slice, he can't hit this shot, Mm -hmm. and that's his best shot. So if I'm able to do that, I can put him in a corner, and it's all about
1: tactical planning. You know what the next manga comic you need to read is? Same thing, only about a guy who's trying to be a professional disc jam player. (laughs) Because it's pretty much the same thing. Essentially, yes. Yeah. No, and that makes sense. Like, yes, I agree that golf, like those individual sports are much... You know, it's it's all you out there. Yep. But yes, with golf, you are getting lucky with wind conditions and, you know, just how much backspin was on that ball and whether or not it hits a rock when it or a sprinkler head when it hits the ground. Yeah. Whereas tennis hits, do I play this drop shot? Do I, do I go long? Do I try and smash this? Do I, like, there's...
0: I've never played this opponent before. Mm-hmm. What are they like? Is it yeah. all high fade? Are they going to lob? Is it serve volley? What do I... And then it's just, it's building all the way through it. So two books would be a single singles match.
1: Wow! So
0: it's four hundred pages on one match. Really? <laughs> yeah.
1: That's so you're nuts. living.
0: You're living point to point to point. Yeah. In the book, and it was really entertaining. Very cool. I Quite enjoyed it. Okay. So, very yeah. cool. I also finished Paprika, the novel of Paprika, the movie that you love so much. Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, did the I assume that the novel came first. It did. Okay. By a uh, decade? Okay. Yeah. Which do you prefer?
0: Movie. Yeah? By a long shot. Really? Yes.
1: Now, is it because you saw the movie first, or you just felt like the movie...
0: The movie did the story better than the book did.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yeah.
0: The movie adds mystery to it, mm-hmm. which is removed in the first two chapters in the book. Oh. Um, The book is convoluted and long and the two chapters of a press conference that were completely unnecessary were completely unnecessary. Hmm. Uh, it gets weirdly sexist, okay. which the movie doesn't right, at all. Hmm. Okay. So it just... I don't know. I'm not sure... I want to think that part of it might have been translation. Right. Maybe it, it, it made more sense in the original Japanese, but at the same time, I don't know. The prose just was stilted and... Right. No. Huh.
1: Okay. Well, that's good to know. I
0: definitely preferred the film. But I'm glad that I've read it. Right. Because I would have always wondered.
1: Sure. And now there's that curiosity is no longer there.
0: Yep. I'm sated. Great.
1: Very cool. Yeah. Uh, Playing? Yeah. I haven't... I don't think I've touched my Xbox since the last time we did uh, the What What Are You Up To. Oh, okay. Just because my February, March turned crazy. Fair enough. Um, just with teaching in Red Deer and I spent a bunch of time driving and dealing with shows and everything. I just... Like, it was sitting there and I just didn't have the time to, to play anything. So, like, I was... Uh, technically, I'm still playing Max Payne, but I haven't touched it. It's been so long, I might have to start from <laughs> it's the... It's
0: like a 12-hour game, right? too. So, yeah. Yeah, I might
1: have to just start from the beginning or just move right on to Far Cry 3. Four. Four. Um, but I have been playing... Some some games on my phone, which have been... Sure. All right. Uh, Sage Solitaire. I think I talked about that last time. I think you did, It's yep. a combination of, like, Solitaire and Poker. So you try to clear yeah. your, your deck by by making uh, hand combinations. Right. Um, Hexic Bridges, which is just a simple, like, make sure all these are, like, all these, the the hexagons are filled in and that there's no empty spaces. Just okay. Okay just a puzzle game yeah um i'm playing one called sniper 3d which is actually i like sniper games on my phone because it's just fun to shoot things yeah i have one that's uh sniper stickman so it's literally just shooting stickman with the with a sniper gun i think i played that yeah, yeah. it's one on, it's one that i will delete and then every couple like i'll be like on a sniper game and i'll pick that one up and it's pretty good but sniper 3d is pretty good for for an iphone game sure. um I'm sure it's available on Android too but you don't you can have in-game purchases to upgrade your, your arsenal and everything but but
0: you, they're not necessary no
1: because you get money for completing uh, a mission and then you can upgrade your your weapon by doing that every and also every if you go it, like a lot of games if you play in an, every day in succession every time you go you get more rewards so it's like oh yeah I got $500 then 1000 then 2000 I just got $5,000 by signing in today so, you know, I'm up to $12,000 just by signing in, in the game. Great. So that was pretty good. Pretty good graphics and, you know, pretty fun missions and everything. Good. Um, and then the other thing I'm doing is I'm doing a lot of crosswords lately. Okay. Which, I mean, it's not a game game, but, like, it's something that I've been finding. I started up again a couple of weeks ago just to, to kind of get my mind back into into shape, I guess. Yep. And sure. And the first couple I was really struggling with, but the last few I was just like, okay, I'm starting to get back into the habit of it and... You know, I'll get to work and I'll pick up a metro. So it's not the hardest crossword, but it's just something to to get me going. And recently, like all month, it's been Canada across and down, which has been the topic. So it's all a lot of the the big long clues have been like Canadian Canadian landmarks and stuff. And it's been so frustrating. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Oh man,
0: It's our 150th. Right, so, exactly.
1: Yes. So I, I which is fine. It's just I I I've had to fill in a lot of other clues and then just be like, I think it's this. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. I I got that. So Yeah. So that's what's been occupying my time a lot. Um but I feel like now that March is over, uh there'll be much more ample opportunity. Like I went from driving to Red Deer and Edmonton and Lethbridge and Red Deer and Red Deer and Red Deer to nowhere. So Yeah. I'll have a little more bit time. more time to, to muck around on the on the Xbox. I would imagine Slow Pitch or Baseball should be starting soon. yeah? Slow pitch will start in May. So okay. yeah, next time we talk, I'll also be playing Slow Pitch. So yeah. mm-hmm. there you go. Very excited for that. We've been starting to send emails and everything about it. And yeah, it should be good. Good. Yeah. What about you? I'm sure you're playing a lot of iPhone games too. That's probably what you've been playing. Yeah.
0: yeah. T- totally. Because I have a galaxy s6 but yeah all the iphone <laughs> games i don't even know where to start we've we have been playing some stuff together Starwall and disc jam yep yeah but we have talked about that yeah at nauseam yeah i finally finished all of party hard did you i did excellent i sat down and i'm like i'm gonna finish this because i want to finish party hard like 100 percent of it uh, well, no. I can go back and unlock other characters by doing certain time things. But I've done all of the maps okay, now. Okay, yeah. And I've seen the story through to conclusion
1: and all of so that. So it's not so, something that you desperately... It's not one where you, where you feel like you need to hundred it? No. Yeah.
0: Well, and to do that, I think I have to play it a thousand times Oof. or something like that. Yeah. So, Will I? Maybe. Sure. Every once in a while, just go back and clear a couple maps. Totally. With the guy that has a chainsaw. It's yeah. Not, so they have other like horror slasher villains and stuff that you can unlock. Or his you daughter. Had a knife and... is
1: the, the main character, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: So you have someone with a sword. And okay. the guy in coveralls with a chainsaw. And yeah. Sure. Like, uh, okay. Okay. I don't feel the need to go back and do some of those really, really tricky ones again. But right. maybe I'll go and do the barbecue and just see, oh man, can I get thirty with the car this time? Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got three left. Okay. Batman, the Telltale series. Okay. Um, have you played have you seen I know you haven't played any Telltale series, but have you seen I any don't know of if them? I have. They're point and click adventures. Okay. Where it's The best way I've ever heard the Telltale games described is they're like a coloring book. At the end of the day, you're always going to get the same result, a colored-in picture, but how you color it in is up to you.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay.
0: So you make decisions that will affect the game, but you're not dramatically changing it. They're still telling the story, but how you're interacting in the story is up to you. Cool. Okay. So if you want a Batman who kills people, if you want a there's walking dead ones where you can essentially you're making decisions on which people in the party live at certain moments Gotcha. so do you save this one or do you save this one right so cool uh they did a batman one and i did, i played that over the course of th- 3 days i think they're super short they're yeah. 6 hours long or so so right. 2 hours a night sure. I, do that instead of watching a movie basically because totally. it's yeah. it was a really good batman story i really enjoyed it very cool yeah okay Mad Max The game? The game Amazing I wrote a backlogging on it Okay So I won't get too in depth with it here We're also on a tighter schedule We can't do another hour and 48 minutes like we did last week Yeah So
1: And we have the two big ones to get to
0: But yeah, it was fine Right um, Just, it got really repetitive
1: Oh, okay But it was okay. pretty
0: And I got through it And got through it makes it sound a lot less fun than fine I enjoyed myself, but it's not one that I'm desperate to play again, okay. or can heavily be like you all need to play Mad Max. If you love Mad Max, check it out. Mm-hmm. But get it on sale. Right. Definitely get it on sale. Okay. I paid I think twenty for it, and I'm I'm okay with that. I feel like that was a good price for what I. Got you wouldn't want to pay it. any
1: more than that.
0: No. Okay. Probably not. Right. All right. Now last but not least is Horizon Zero Dawn.
1: Which, I mean, you've been tweeting about it and everything, yeah. like, <laughs> what You said you spent like an hour and a half just taking pictures in, in camera mode? Yeah, that's I That's insane. Have. Like, that's <laughs> that's the testament of a good game where you're so engaged in it that in picture mode, which isn't even the game itself, it's right. like, I'm going to muck around and, yeah. and do this. Like, I'm
0: going to change the aperture on this. Yeah. <laughs> My depth of field, maybe I'll push it a little further. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I've done it's, all of that.
1: It's game. a very cool looking game. I got to see some of what Sean was playing a couple weeks ago when I yeah. stopped in, and it's a very, very beautiful game.
0: It's gorgeous. Yeah. And it's it's the best game on the system.
1: Okay. On PS4.
0: I I think. Okay. In my opinion, it is the best game. Um I am by the time you hear this, there should be an article on Horizon Zero okay. up. Uh, so I don't want to dwell too much on it, but yeah, it is it is the best. Have
1: you finished it? No. Okay.
0: Do you mean the game or the article? The game. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, 100% actually. I have the platinum. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Great story. It never stopped being a great story. It was interesting. The fighting was fun. You felt the progression of it. You felt scared of things early on. And then as you learned, it wasn't getting better equipment. You got slightly better equipment, but it was mostly in terms of being able to do different types of damage. Gotcha. Like, oh, okay, this, this will shock the robot, mm-hmm. whereas before it was just arrows. Or now I can light them on fire. Right. But you never really got... There's no bazooka or
1: some sort of cra-
0: Here's the crazy machine gun you need to finish the game. It you're always using the bow and arrow and rope casters and trip casters. Primitive and all of weapons, that stuff.
1: just with different yep. attachments to them, essentially.
0: But by the end, and I put sixty some hours in, give or take, because I leave it on standby. Sure. I have half an hour before Dave comes here. I leave it on pause as yeah. opposed to going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But by the end. I was taking down things that I didn't... I was avoiding fighting with no problem. Oh, cool. And it was the same equipment, but it's just I learned how to fight everything. Right. And so at that point, it's just she learned to fight, I learned to fight, so that's how she became a, a better and stronger character cool. is because I actually learned how to do it. Nice. As opposed to, here's the next MacGuffin you need before you
1: get the next one. Right. So... There's something to be said about that where you were... Like, you know, if you were to, to play a game like... You know Far Cry or something, and I, I know I've said that I liked Far Cry 3 enough that there's enough replay that I will go back and you know the next time, maybe every outpost I just try to take everyone with just a knife, yeah, and you know just try and find these challenges. And it's but there's something to be said about learning your character and learning the way they fight so much that you don't need all those fancy weapons that just do a hundred percent damage. Where it's like, I just know how to. To deal with no, this thing. Like
0: it, it literally got to the point where I would fight a Thunderjaw. Anyone who's played Horizon Zero Dawn will know what that is. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Dave, it's, it's the biggest free roaming robot dinosaur in the game. Okay. It's huge. It has two laser machine guns on its face, it has two disc guns, and it has a laser array and a radar. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge. Huge gigantic thing you have to fight. But by the end, it was, okay, here's what I have to do. I'm going to take these parts off. I'm going to take this part off. Right. Then I'll run, slide underneath them to light the thing on fire underneath them so they can no longer track me this way. And it's just, as soon as it was, it's like, here's my terrain. Here's what I need. Here's what I got to do. And I could execute it. Whereas early on, it was, holy crap, what do I do? Yeah. Oh, this works. Okay. And there was always that sense of discovery of, finding out how to fight stuff, finding new places, right. discovering things about the old world. It yeah. was it was cool. Nice. I really enjoyed it. Very cool. So yeah. Um, next time we have this, there's a good chance that I might just be talking about Persona 5. Okay. <laughs> because it's, it's a JRPG, which I'm told should take a hundred and some hours. Good God. So I don't know if I'll be done it by then, as I started it yesterday okay. <laughs> so that might be a lot but I got a bunch of new freebie stuff it's April now so there's some new multiplayer things Sweet. which Dave and I can check out uh, and we will probably end up talking about that sometime later this yeah, yeah. month our second half of what we are up to is brought to you by the Dumont Television Network Are you tired of the stranglehold that the two other networks have on your television, Dave? I sure am. Why not tune in to the innovative and dynamic Dumont Network, featuring such great programs as The Maury Amsterdam Show, Captain Video and His Video Rangers, or the latest in programming innovations, Cash and Carry, a so-called game show, where real people have a chance to win money by answering questions on cans, the hilarious husband and wife stunt feature, or play from home by phoning into your local station, to guess what is under that barrel. All this and more on the Dumont Network. 1946. It's gonna be our year.
1: And we're back. Hey, Sean. Hey, what? What are you listening to? Oh, I'm starting. Okay. I, well, I just sure. said we're back, so I felt like maybe I should ask you what you were listening to. Well,
0: this—that it's never a bad way to start because my what am I listening to is always a little bit shorter because it is daily song drop Right. a great deal of what I am listening to is stuff for that or stuff from that Mm -hmm. Um, specifically Zuzu Jen Miller and Dubby I've been listening to a lot outside of the DSD stuff okay Um, all of them have been featured so check them out on the website I suppose
1: sure yeah (laughs) I would think so
0: I waded back into my Lana Del Rey albums as well nice just
1: for She's whatever reason. Got such a killer voice. I love her voice so right? much.
0: So I have all of her albums as well. So now that the weather's getting a little bit better, for whatever reason, I'm just, yeah, it's time for summertime sadness. Sure. And then
1: that means I listen to all of her stuff. Isn't that the way it goes? You listen to one and then it's just like, okay, well now I just have to listen to everything.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So music-wise, that's pretty
0: much what I'm doing.
1: Okay. Uh, I haven't been... I mean, I've been listening to a lot of just my standard iPod because I've been doing a lot of driving, so I haven't had a chance to investigate much uh, new stuff. Uh, I've been revisiting The Last Waltz. Okay. uh, Partially because as of the time this comes out, I will have seen the show, but tomorrow, Shannon and I are going to see uh, The Last Waltz Revisited. Okay, yep. Um, I've talked about Matt Anderson before. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he and Corblonde and Levon Helm's daughter are basically replaying the entire Last Waltz concert. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I'm really, really excited to go see that. And uh, so I've been listening to The Last Waltz just to kind of be like, oh, yeah, this song's going to happen and these songs. And I wonder who's <laughs> going to sing this song. And I wonder who it is that's going to sing this song. And cool. So I've been listening to that. And then um, the, only, the, the only other new thing that I've, I've listened to since our last conversation was uh, – my, my cousin ta- told me about this new, new artist or they're not new they're fairly old they're called The Steel Drivers okay um, the album that I purchased is called Reckless um, it's kind of a bluegrass country folky type music um, sure some really really good stuff on it uh, for anybody who listens who knows who Chris Stapleton is he used to sing for them um, Let's say we
0: don't know who Chris Stapleton Chris is. Chris
1: Stapleton is kind of an up-and-coming country star. Okay. Uh, he just played the Saddle Dome recently. Uh, he's got a really cool voice. He's kind of like a country Chris Cornell, like kind of a high-pitched oh, okay. voice. okay, sure. But, like, can really wail. Um, so he used, to, he used to sing for the Steel Drivers. Okay. And uh, so Mac just discovered this, and so he's like, oh, yeah, I love this band, and this album is one of my top five of all time. And so I just thought, you know what, I'll – he sent me one song and I liked it so I just bought the album on a whim and I'm really really enjoying it cool yeah so that's the that's the other one that I've been kind of checking out um yeah and then I don't think I mean other than that it's just been Anything for throwback tracks and just kind yeah. of scouring the depths of classic rock. See what it's
0: like though. Once you get into that, all of a sudden you're you. Every time you're hearing something from the 20th century, you think, oh, Has this been featured yet? Should I feature it? Do I like it enough? Could I talk Absolutely. about this? Absolutely. Yep. And
1: there's some songs where it's like you know, there's artists where I'll think, I really like this artist, but I don't want to put this one because they play it all the time. Like the the one I did last week had the Who's "Love, Rain or Me." Yeah, and I I know I think Bob O'Reilly's been used before, and uh, I think. So... I think I, we've got two Who songs from before yeah. Love Rain or I Me. Mean, I think one of them was Bob O'Reilly, and I think you put uh, put one on there, and I can't remember. Getting what. in
0: tune. Get, or, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm in
1: tune. Or yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, I could put Who are you or Won't Get Fooled Again, but there's something. I mean, there was a reason behind it because it was the Pearl Jam one, but like, but Love Rain or Me is such a great song, and yep. it's just not quite as well known as a lot of other Who songs, so why not, why not go with something that's a little bit more of a deeper track, you know? And, and that's
0: just it. Whenever you're listening to music now, and I, obviously with Daily Song Drop, I'm thinking indie music all the time. I just, I'll yeah. hop onto SoundCloud. It's like, oh, I, sh- I have some time, I'll listen to some music. I'll go onto SoundCloud, and I'll just start hitting shuffle, and I'll start, oh, you listen to this, try this, and I'll yeah. just start falling down that hole, as opposed to sitting and listening to... Something just I the already same have. thing you've
1: listened to all the time. And I mean, I love Pearl Jam. I love the hip. Yeah. But it's nice to have something different. Yeah, And I've actually, instead of having to make the playlists the day before I send it to Sean or the day I send it to Sean, I've actually started taking those those videos that I use for, for throwback tracks and making a YouTube playlist of my own. So that way I can just start organizing it. Every week, and so it's just like okay, these are the songs. Yeah. But it also means that if I'm at work and I'm I'm doing something in the theater, it's like we're going to listen to the April playlist, and it works out really. And I know I could do that with Apple Music too. But
0: well, I'm I'm also thinking if you're doing it on YouTube, you could share that playlist on your article where you're we're sharing the Apple Music one, so then people would have the choice if they don't have Apple Music to check those out, and then they can do video. That's
1: a very good point. Yeah. So maybe I'll start doing that then. Yeah. N- next. If you're doing it anyway, you yeah. Might yeah, as yeah. Well, right? No, that makes perfect sense. That's a, that's a great idea. Yeah. So anyway, I just started, like, I literally, it was this month that I started doing that. But I'm like, why not do it this way? And then I have the, the list, and then I yeah. can figure out which order I want to do it in.
0: And well, exactly. And then you can hear it back to back to back. Yeah. As opposed to when you just send it to me, and I go, okay, well, these songs don't really blend, but tonally they
1: do. So, sure. Sometimes I make them, I'm just like, I think this works. And then I'll listen to them, like, weird choice. <laughs> But I stand by it.
0: Yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah. Like, it's it's all about the ebb and the flow and trying to find spots, you know, and my music, like, my music tastes are kind of all over. And so yeah. I feel like, like, there's, I've got some punk ones, and so I'm going to have, like, one week where it's all punk music, and then, like, maybe a week where it's all hip-hop. It's like, how do I get those together? Oh, my God. I have no idea how those, so it's like, do I do a full <laughs> month of punk and a full month of hip-hop? I don't know if I know... Or you just look for a, a punk hip-hop collaboration, right. or you
0: use Run DMC to blend them. Or... Exactly, yep.
1: yeah. Or do I, like, do I do a full country? Like, there's all kinds of options, right? And so, like, the opportunities are almost endless. Yep. It's almost a little overwhelming. Anyway, I'm listening to a bunch of throwback track-type stuff, and it's yep. been great. And, you know, just nice to kind of go into the depths of something more than just what I listen to on a regular basis. Well, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't even think, have we ever put in Sweet Home Alabama? I don't think so. I don't think we have, no.
1: but we have talked about Leonard Skinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And that's kind of the point.
1: Yeah. Podcast-wise? Not much. I'm still just kind of churning through a bunch of the Mortified. There's a bunch of those, and so okay. it's just really fun listening to people make fools of themselves. And
0: bit it, more Hardcore History as well? or
1: A little bit. Not, yeah. as, not as much. Um, it's just there's only a certain amount that are available for free from Hardcore History, I think, and... I think or I, I no, so, no. I don't know. I thought that there was just some that weren't available. They were only available on the web. I don't know. Anyway,
0: maybe some are only available on the website. Yeah. Sure, but I was able to get most of. Oh, okay. So
1: well, then maybe I'll go back and re-investigate. But it's just because I'm not driving to and from Red Deer anymore. I don't have to worry about <laughs> killing the three hours of driving, <laughs> which hardcore history was so Perfect good for. for. Yeah, yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. mortified is one episode is a bus ride. Yep. Yeah. So, Although I've, somebody else recently was talking about You Must Remember This. So I've been hearing it from a few different people. You were obviously the first person that told me about it. But somebody okay. else was like, Oh, there's this, have you, you Must Remember This. I'm like, I know all about that one. <laughs> and people keep telling me about podcasts and I've got a list of things that I will eventually get yeah. to. And, you know, by, by, by June I'll have more.
0: We just finished. We're now, I, I suppose, two weeks out from the three-episode series of Marilyn Monroe. Oh, and okay. the dead blondes thing. And nice. I, I kept meaning to tell you that, and I'm like, I'll tell Dave next time we podcast. <laughs> and then we get podcasting and I completely forget. You leave, I start making dinner, and I just think,
1: ah. <laughs> ah, yeah. It's one of those like, oh, I'll 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 tell you the next time I see you, and then you remember the next time you remember is two in the morning. It's like, ah, I'm not yeah. gonna no, I, I I better not. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know think I'm
1: awake. But. I keep my phone on do not disturb most of the time, but it's like the one time I didn't that you text me like, why is Sean texting? <laughs>
0: Well, usually it's a bell, yeah. When I sent you a text at eight o'clock at night and it sends at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. And like, why did you text me about this at three? I'm like, I was asleep at three. I sent it at eight. See?
1: Oh. Stupid it's your phone's yeah. fault. Yeah. Oh, All my phone's fault.
0: But yeah, you must remember this. It yeah. is awesome. I'm
1: up to date. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. It's great. Anything else you're, any other podcasts you're listening to? Yeah, tons. Okay.
0: I listen to them when I make dinner or when I clean. Right. And sometimes when I. I'm hiking as well. Okay. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um rather than talking about all of them though, mm-hmm. I will specifically I brought them up last week, but Pod Save America as far as a, a left leaning American politics. Right. I've really been enjoying that. They've also they're diversifying their their lineup a bit, so they have Pod Save the World. Okay. Which is Tommy Vitor, who used to work for the NSC, Mm -hmm. talking with people from around the world who have worked for the government, usually in the Obama administration, about things that are going on globally as opposed to stuff that's in the U.S. Cool. So it's – here's the former ambassador to South Korea talking about North Korea and South Korea and the missile tests and what Kim Jong-un is like and all of that sort of stuff. And then the next week will be China – what's going on with China and here's why this is important. That's happening in Syria. And here's what's important about Mexico and here. So it's, it's a really interesting to see the, the actual inside baseball side of obviously they can't talk about everything, but here is what it's like on the inside of all of these world events. Very cool. So that is very neat. Um, and relic radio stuff. Just,
1: Oh, endless. you've talked about that before, haven't you? I think so. Like kind of old 50s serials and stuff like that?
0: 30s through 70s, okay. Yep. yeah.
1: Okay, but like old serials that they're... Okay, yeah, yeah, that sounds so fun.
0: It's so great. I listen to not quite all of them, but most of. the Thrillers, science fiction, horror. And then the, the flagship show is okay, but it's very hit and miss. Okay. Um, they put two... Random things together. So it's sometimes you'll get a comedy and sometimes you'll just get a drama. Other times you'll get a weird documentary about a guy who sells tires. Oh, okay. And then you'll get Gunsmoke the next week. Oh. And it's like, oh, cool. Gunsmoke, yeah. the radio version of Gunsmoke. <laughs> yeah, I'll listen to this. Yeah. But it'll be paired with something you don't really care about. So it's just like, when you don't like one, there are so many available. They have hundreds and hundreds of episodes of stuff. So, so. is it
1: actual things that were like broadcast in the thirties? So yes. like is it the shadow and Yeah, and oh, suspense okay. and
0: okay. the Bogart Bacall okay. like drama show, yeah. they've got that. Cool. Uh X minus one. All yeah. It's all of the old actual shows. And it's essentially from what I understand, it's a preservation society. Sure. So it's making sure that these Last, so get them into a podcast, which makes them digital, which means that and he's restoring them, and he's fixing sound quality, and he's making sure that everything works, and he's cutting out station tags, and all of that.
1: Like it's just to that way they live on. Sure, and which I totally understand. You don't want to lose something like that because yeah, eventually that like the the film or the tapes or are gonna tapes die, are gonna deteriorate. It's yeah. just an it's an inevitability about that sort of material analog right? medium.
0: So, yeah, that's gonna fail. Yeah, yes. So I I love them. I especially love the ones that have the ads in them. Yeah. I am going to write some ads based on these ads at some point. Beautiful. Uh I know so much about Pepsodent. <laughs> so much about Pepsodent. Have we talked about Pepsodent? No. Dave? Are you aware that in nineteen forty something, they were the only toothpaste that had Irium in them?
1: Ooh. Irium. Okay. Right? I mean, that's a pretty big deal for the '40s. It is
0: because it's now in every toothpaste we use. Oh, but really? it was the first one. Yeah,
1: interesting. It's a
0: sodium bethyl carbonate or something. Okay. essentially, it's one of the cleansing agents that helps whiten naturally in all toothpastes now. Gotcha. As far as I'm aware, like it's a deep cleaning. And
1: yeah, that's like seventy years ago. Yeah, impressive.
0: And they called it irium, which uh, was really concerning to me at first. Totally especially sounds like it. after last week, <laughs> <laughs> like is this some sort of radioactive something that they shouldn't have in toothpaste? But no, it's it's just a fancy name for sodium bethyl carbonate. So terrific. Uh, I've heard amazing ads for Pepsi. Sure, <laughs> which were very effective, to the point that I actually had a craving for Pepsi after listening to that. There were four Pepsi breaks in this episode. By the end, I was actually thinking, man, I haven't had a Pepsi in a long time. (laughs) Wow, that's the most effective (laughs) ad I've ever heard.
1: (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. I like it. I'll have to check those out, mostly just for the ads. Which is weird, because usually I hate ads, but when it's... Something so historical, they're kind of they're fun, right? Throwback
0: ads, yeah. and they're the weird, it's the barbershop quartet ads, right. and it's the guy talking for two minutes about one thing like it's the greatest thing in the world, like Erium being in Pepsodent. <laughs> But there are, some, there are some great series cool. as well. I love suspense. I've seen the suspense television program. It was on Netflix for a while, okay. the 40s, 50s suspense. It's kind of Twilight zone sure. but more stories intended to keep you in suspense. Great. So they're all mysteries and spy thrillers and crime stuff. I've heard South African radio from the 40s cool. and 50s. Horror stories and weird... Just random things Yeah No it's That sounds awesome It's really really worth it So if you just If you look up Relic Radio On your podcatcher of choice You will find a whole bunch of stuff And I definitely recommend The thrillers The horror And science fiction And if you want to try the main line And just kind of pick and choose Go for it too Great Because it's all good
1: Okay Sounds good
0: Here we go (laughs) Brace yourself Well but you've been so busy Yeah So I've
1: watched I have a list of some decent... A decent list of stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure I'm, for,
0: I'm forgetting stuff, but like... It's just... It's a highlight set. Yeah. Right? It's, it's not yeah. everything. It can't be everything. No.
1: I have yet to... to. I don't think I've... Again, since our last podcast, I don't think I've watched an episode of Westworld. <laughs> um, I have been given the green light to just plot on on my own. Right. So it's just a matter of finding the time to do it.
0: No, that was... That's different. From the last What We're Up so, To. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. I haven't watched another one since the last What We Were Up To, I think. But the channel's just like, ah, you you go ahead and watch. I was like, okay, haven't yet, but I will. No time. And then I'll yep. just, once I do it's just like, I'll clip through it, right? But, I'm pretty uh, sure you will. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I'll
0: get text messages. And I will wonder what they're about for a little while, because it's been almost six months yeah. since I finished watching Westworld. So,
1: Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I mean, right off the bat for me hockey has been interesting cuz the flames have made the playoffs and like watching that that push and they're yeah. playing decent hockey down the stretch which is nice
0: You know what the weirdest thing to me ever was I saw this yesterday the Pittsburgh Penguins now have the longest playoff streak
1: now making the, the playoffs out.
0: that in the NHL
1: That is weird
0: When Dave and I first met my team would win 20 to 24 games a year
1: Yeah now they are they the, were the Colorado Avalanche of of their time. Yep. That is crazy. And I mean, it's 11 to... straight seasons. Yeah, I, I knew so, it was somewhere around a decade. Yeah. And Detroit like 25 years, man. It had to end at some point, but that's an yeah. incredible run. Yeah, it really was. Especially considering it spanning like the the free market and then it through, you know, this this era of parody trap and era trap era ends. and and the CBA agreement and the lockout years. Like it's just yeah. it's that's it's an impressive. incredible run. Uh, baseball started this week. Yep. So I haven't watched any yet because the Red Sox played while I was at work. They played yeah. Pirates. And I was like, damn I was man. aware. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, was aware. I saw that as like, first pitch, it's like, oh yeah, we're, we're, our teams are playing. Yeah. Which is
0: totally the opening weekend series that I've always wanted as right? a Pirate
1: fan. Playing a team from a different conference. Yeah league I guess it's it's um,
0: it's amazing that storied rivalry we have with the Boston Red Sox I just can't wait
1: the only to... reason there's a rivalry is because you cheer for the Pirates and I cheer for the Red Sox that's that it literally the only reason there's a rivalry between don't those think teams I anybody else cares 100% right like it's just it's so strange uh, anyway yeah. Uh, so those are those are the things uh, I know you have a bunch but do we want to kind of go back and forth how, is that kind of how I can tie in with
0: sports because of March Madness sure because yeah. I watched a pile of Did basketball you? I
1: watched almost none and it was so sad. Yeah, I really enjoyed
0: myself. Duke lost early, which was sad. But you, a Duke fan? Yeah.
1: Okay, I can never remember.
0: Yeah, Uh Oregon kept going though. Yeah, they, I, I, I picked him them in ducks. my final
1: four. Nice. Yeah, I actually I picked, I picked Gonzaga to win, so I was so close. Close. Yeah. Uh, who did I pick? I picked. I I think I went three for four in the in the finals. Nice. Yeah, I was really happy. Yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah, Oregon was the one team that I missed, but they did really well. They did. Yeah.
0: It was sad that they lost at yeah. that point, but still, it was a good time. Um, Not a great tournament this year. No. Refereeing was hit and miss. Okay. uh, More miss than hit. Mm. The national championship sucked. Did it? Yeah. That's there were more fouls than baskets at one point in the second half. About and by one point I mean halfway through. Really? Both teams were shooting tw- under twenty five percent, and every trip was a whistle. It was painful.
1: That's not the, the the college basketball you want. You want it to be kind of open and just uh, fun. Yeah. It, I actually
0: I tweeted about it. It's eagerly awaiting a basketball game to break out. Hashtag national championship. Wow. I wasn't alone. It was miserable. Is that right, hey. Yeah. Interesting. Well, and it, it hurt the game because all of Gonzaga's bigs, and they have three, and mm-hmm. their depth is part of why they're so good, all of them were in foul trouble with 15 minutes left. Right. So were UNC's bigs. So were a bunch of the Like, everybody was in foul trouble. So, yeah.
1: So was it just they were being more stringent on what they were calling, or the players were being more overt about it?
0: They were being very, very stringent. Is that right? There were a few... There were clear fouls, of course, and those were called properly, yeah. Uh, They missed some out-of-bounds calls. They had weird... They would slow the game down to review something that everyone in the stadium, apparently except the referees, were clear on. Right. And it just... It drug and drug and drug. That's a bummer. I was talking with my dad. Like, we were texting back and forth just about, this is really ugly. He's like, yeah, this is the last... NCAA basketball game or basketball game period cuz he doesn't like the NBA. This is probably the last basketball game I'll watch for 11 months. <laughs> sure. Yeah, great. Yeah. Glad it's this one cuz great. Yeah. That's
1: a bummer. Not
0: a lot of buzzer beaters either.
1: Yeah, like was I was
0: there were a few good
1: upsets, a few a little Cinderella story here, but yeah, there was yeah, there great. was no there was no no High ranked team or low ranked team, I guess. Uh, Cruising through, like South Carolina. South Carolina was the biggest
0: surprise. Yeah. And that, that was awesome. And well, they beat Duke, so I wasn't thrilled about sure. that. But great, good for them to get through. And they made it to their first Final Four in forever mm-hmm. or ever. Might have been ever, actually.
1: And, were they the ones who beat Oregon? No. no I, I can't remember. Anyway.
0: No, because Oregon lost to UNC in the Final Four.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they would have lost to Gonzaga yeah. in the in the Final Four. Right. Right, okay. No, so I had I, – I got the Ducks. It was Baylor. I had Baylor in the, – they were the fourth that I had. So and South I had, Carolina
0: crushed Baylor by like 20. Yeah. So.
1: so I had Baylor, Oregon, UNC, and Gonzaga. Gonzaga, yeah. So I, I went three for four in the Final Four and nice. then lost in the Finals. But.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. It was still a good time. I still yeah. enjoyed being able to watch that much basketball. And there's, sure. There's always something fun about March Madness, but yeah, the games just didn't click as well as some years, mm, and without the buzzer beaters and stuff driving you like, oh man, I don't want to miss it, this year there were one, yeah. two, the Wisconsin game was pretty crazy, Kentucky, the Kentucky-UNC game was probably the best game of the tournament.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Huh. And that was a couple rounds Elite ago. Elite yeah. eight? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's that says something. the The Oregon UNC game was good. Okay, I, like
0: I should. And Gonzaga South Carolina was fine. Yeah, but as far as excitement went, UNC Kentucky was probably the best. Right. And I hate both teams. Right. So it's like, yay.
1: Sure. <laughs> Fair.
0: So that was my sports talk. Okay. Because that's other than like I can talk about watching Liverpool and Bayern Munich if you want, but no, no, no. I do that all the time anyway. It's true. Uh,
1: I haven't do. do you want to talk about TV shows? Everything that I've got is basically movies. So. Oh, okay.
0: I don't really have any TV shows that I haven't talked about before. Like I checked my February list, and most of it was just series that I was continuing. Sure. So I'm done Psychopass now, and right. I'm I'm done Yamishi by now because okay. it's finished. The fourth season is done. Uh, Attack on Titan is back. Okay. It just came back over the this past weekend. Right. Um, so that's really exciting I'm happy It was a three year be- wait Between seasons Good God so, Wow So yeah it's good Happy that's back I, I ran a little contest On the iHorror Instagram To give free guest passes So people could see The premiere for free Cool um,
1: So Yeah hmm. Alright That's very cool It was good I liked it yeah. So most of what you got Is movies too Yep Alright uh, I've got seven I know you've got Way more than that
0: Oh I guess I could talk About Legion too
1: Oh, that's the AMC show? FX. FX. Yeah. Right, okay.
0: About It's a X men Legion.
1: Oh, I was thinking something else. I was thinking... Okay. Okay. Is Preacher on AMC? AMC? Okay, yeah. I think that's the one I was thinking.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, Legion is FX by the guy that made Fargo, Noah Hawley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Which is coming back. Right. Third season of Fargo is um, in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, they just... They've been finishing wrapping up. They, yeah. Yep. Finished filming here. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Yeah. Um, I have yet to see any Fargo because I still can't find the first season on. on. <laughs> it's on FX now, isn't it? Like right. on demand, maybe. Mm, yeah. See, that's the issue. Might be. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, if the
0: first season's your problem, we own it. Okay. But. Yeah. Whatever. Legions. Okay. Yeah. It's more stylish than it is entertaining.
1: Oh, interesting. The style
0: is amazing. Okay. The story's fine. Right. But it's just, it's not as... It's good. Yeah. Like, I'm not... I would say watch it, for sure. It's worth it. It's Mm -hmm. entertaining. But, I don't know, I just had higher expectations from the guy who made Fargo. Fair. (laughs) Right? Yeah. The guy making Fargo is taking a timeless, and I don't mean that in the sense of historical sense of timelessness. I mean that more in the sense of they don't have it set in a time period. Sure, yeah. It's modern, sort of, but yeah, Yeah. sure. Uh, X-Men story. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, there's not many of the mutants that you know, slash any of the mutants that you know, unless you know who Legion is, Mm. which I'm assuming you don't. No. So, Hmm. I don't want to spoil it for you in case you do end up watching Legion, just because that is a reveal of who his sure. dad
1: is. Oh, I see. Okay. You'll
0: know who his dad is. I see. Is the progression.
1: Gotcha. So. Okay. But yeah,
0: it was it was fine. It The season finale was last week, I think. So. Oh,
1: gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I'll try and track that down.
0: It's eight episodes. It should... Well, that should still be on demand.
1: Oh, great. Okay. Because
0: it's just finished, right?
1: So. Nice. All
0: right. Now I can talk movies.
1: Cool. Uh, I have... A couple that you probably haven't seen, and a couple that you certainly have seen. I'm interested in the couple that I haven't seen. Uh, I just saw Beauty and the Beast in the theater. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was pretty good. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't something that I was, even when we talked about the trailers, like, I don't know, I'll. I wouldn't go out of my way to see it, but...
0: But if I, I even think I remember you saying, if someone's like, hey, let's go see Beauty and the Beast, I will say, all right, yeah. and then go. And that's what we did. And it was really charming. Good. Um, how was Dan Stevens, a.k.a. the guy who played Beast? He was good. Good.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's... I talked about it with a friend at work the other day, and it's weird how with the Beast, once he... Spoiler alert for a movie that everybody knows the ending to. <laughs> la
0: la la la. la.
1: <laughs> when he becomes the prince again, you almost miss the beast. Okay. Just because. Because he's the beast. Well, and he the the prince is so young, like he is such a baby face. Um, but they did a nice little tip of the hat to that. Um, in the in the movie itself, and so that okay. was fun. And I thought Emma Watson was okay. Like I thought she was good as in her performances. I thought the. Her singing was auto-tuned, but whatever. Eh. Um, Kevin Klein was was great as Maurice, and the can't like the the animation of the Lumiere and yeah, all that was, yep. was very good, like good. better than I thought it was going to be. Um, the one thing that was very interesting was the casting; it was diverse. So, like the the woman who ends up becoming the Feather Duster. Okay. Yep. She's black in as a person, human form, in, yeah, in human form, but as a feather duster she's white and I don't necessarily understand why. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, that's kind of strange. Yeah, whatever. But a small bone to pick with yeah. a movie that I otherwise really enjoyed. Cool. Yeah, so um, I, I quite enjoyed it. It was uh you know certainly worth the I think I rated it at seven or an eight. Like it was it was good and the songs were all there and there were some new ones and that I found to be good enough and yeah it was <laughs> I mean, Great. all the songs that I really liked were there, and, and uh, like, it's a musical, right? Like, yep. it's an absolute musical, and... Would it have made your list? Probably. There you go. Yeah. Uh, especially, like, Be My Guest, there was so much spectacle, Be Our Guest, there was so much spectacle to it that I was just like, that's Good. really cool to look at. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very cool. So I like that one. Okay.
0: Yeah. Do you want to just go back and forth? Sure. Uh, I have seen Koyaanisqatsi. Super. I've seen a couple things that you haven't
1: Oh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah I kind of knew that was coming
0: It's a documentary From 1982 Uh, There's a Simpsons reference to it I don't remember if you will. I don't know if it's too new For you or not is the trick Essentially Otto is stoned out of his mind And he has a DVD of Koyaanisqatsi And he puts it on a log Thinking it's a DVD player And then he just watches nature for two hours That seems vaguely familiar. Yeah. Okay. It's essentially, it's a... It's not a story. There's no story. It's just, it's Philip Glass music. Okay. Over images of nature giving way to the influence of mankind. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what it is. And what's quite amazing about it is that it's weirdly emotional and a little bit visceral. Like... If you commit to watching it and actually watch it, watch it, mm-hmm. you will feel stuff as things happen, or at least I did. Weird. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I wanted to talk about it and I gave it a fairly high rating because you wouldn't think that would happen with something like that. Yeah. But yeah, it was striking. It okay. was very good. Interesting. I see why it has the the reputation it has. So Cool. All right. Then it was introduced by Alec Baldwin on TCM. Like, Even
1: better. Great. Even better. Uh, Horrible Bosses two.
0: Yeah. N- no, I yeah, haven't I didn't seen think that. You'd seen
1: it. Uh, it was fun. It was very like. It wasn't like The Hangover in the sense that the second one was a bunch of the same jokes of the of the first one. Like right. they there were. Like they at one point they actually broke the fourth wall and kind of made a reference to the the first movie okay but all things considered i quite enjoyed it and i mean it was different characters and different situation and i mean it was just it was a it's a comedy starring charlie day and jason bateman and jason sadikis and yeah it was sure. fun and i enjoyed it and and i thought um chris pine was really good in it and you know it was just a it was a fun movie so nothing too deep just one that i've seen i was like i'll write that down because i need all the movies i can so, that's that one.
0: You really sold me on seeing it. I, I I
1: feel... If you like the first one, you'll enjoy the second one. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, in other words, my... Eh, okay. Yeah. It's not enough to be... It's not going to change my mind? No. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. I liked the first one enough that I wanted to watch the second one, and I enjoyed it, and if it's on TV, I'll watch it. Like, I don't think we paid for it. I think it was on Netflix or something. Ah, uh, like, yeah. I think it... I think yeah, it is on like Netflix. That. And so, I was like... Hey, this seems good. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I finally saw Doctor Strange. And? Loved it. Did you? Yeah. Okay. It's not my favorite Marvel movie. That's still probably Guardians, but it's probably top three, if I have to think about it. Awesome. Uh, I think they did a great service to Doctor Strange. Perfect. Okay. They kept a little bit of the psychedelia in it, which made me quite happy. Um. Tilda Swinton as the ancient one was a little bit strange, but fair. Sure. It made sense. Mads Mikkelsen was a great villain because it's Mads Mikkelsen. Sure. Yeah. That's not just because I love Mads Mikkelsen. He actually does make a really good siphon of Dormammu, which won't make any sense to Dave. But yes.
1: Perfect. Okay. So it it did enough of a service to the the comic book that you're not upset about what they did to it.
0: Yeah. Terrific. And I enjoyed my, like, it's a 9.5 out of 10 for me. Like, I loved it. But it's just Marvel Guardians is a 10, right? Sure. Because I love Guardians of the Galaxy. But yeah, it was, they did a good Doctor Strange story, and that makes me happy being that he is my favorite Marvel superhero. Sure. And I'm excited to see him in Thor Ragnarok and to see him doing other stuff because. Totally. And Benedict Cumberbatch is awesome as Doctor Strange.
1: He seems like he would be. And
0: we talked about it a little bit with the trailers and stuff. The accent works. Really? Once you once you actually watch it and they deliver the first part, when he's talking to Rachel McAdams and AR. I can never remember his actual name, but he's AR forever. Yeah. In the hospital, it just it fits. Okay. As soon as he's just delivering medical stuff, he's yeah. talking about music because he's a huge music nerd. Sure. And... Performing surgery and it just kind of clicks into place and from there it just goes.
1: You just buy it's, it. It's fine. Yeah. Cool. Great. <laughs> I watched Tooth Fairy with the Rock. Three movies I haven't seen. Uh there might be four. Because um,
0: he saw Tooth Fairy Two with Larry the Cable Guy as well. No,
1: I was at my niece's, my 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 sister's place and my niece and my nephew were watching. I'm like, okay, I'll sit. And it was like, it was really cute. Yeah. Fine. I mean it's, it's I like the, Dwayne Johnson
0: Right? He's fun
1: And and uh, Stephen Merchant is in it And like it's, it's pretty charming For a kid's movie And whatever Dwayne Dwayne Johnson is just Having fun now And why not? Well the, the guy's the highest paid actor In Hollywood right now Yeah So just
0: But at the same time What did I just say? I like Dwayne Johnson Right? I actually will pay attention To stuff he's in yeah. Because he's in it And exactly. that's what a movie star Is supposed to be Totally So Yeah I think that Gets you a pet? Pa- like you didn't sit down and watch the Tooth Fairy? You were hanging out with your niece and nephew, and yeah. they were watching it, and you thought, yes, exactly. Like that's how I've seen Veggie Tales. Right, I've seen some Veggie Tales stuff because a cousin was watching it. I'm like, well, I might as well. Exactly. What is? What's the hype about? I don't know. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's not one that I would have been like, I should watch this, but because it was there and it was like, well, it's another movie. I figured I'd watch it. It was. <laughs> it was. It was charming.
0: <laughs> I need to get my ratings up. I better watch The Tooth Fairy. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> my top 100's coming soon.
1: <laughs> just got to do my due diligence. <laughs> yeah.
0: Get the widest range I possibly can, like watching Entourage, the movie.
1: Nice segue. Because
0: we never ended up talking about it. No. On the podcast. No. Right? We never did this. Uh, that was just us talking, right? I think right?
1: so, yeah. 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 So I saw it. And, I know your answer, but for yeah. those who are listening, and, I, I am the voice of the people. <laughs> and?
0: I'm not happy I've seen it. Yeah.
1: That's too bad.
0: Full disclosure, Dave and I are both giant fans of the series.
1: Yeah. Huge fans of the series. We're really pumped when there was a movie coming out.
0: Yeah. Maybe not the last season. Sure. Where they had to clip along kind of fast and yeah. here's Sasha Gray for reasons. Yeah. But... Yeah, I just, I don't know why they said it nine days after the final season with the movie coming out years later. Right. I I don't know why they removed all of the stakes Mm -hmm. from the story in the first act. (laughs) I don't know why Billy Walsh was in three minutes.
1: That's too bad.
0: But I got some more Ari. Ari makes me happy. There was fan service in it, which was enjoyable. Like his paintball gun is in his office above his TV. Which is great. Mounted. That's amazing. Yeah. L- Lloyd shows up as Gajun Lloyd in his phone, which is so perfectly Ari. Totally.
1: So offensive, but it's Ari. It's Ari. And yeah. Well,
0: and he also gives Lloyd away at Lloyd's wedding. So it's, yes, it's offensive, but Ari does love Lloyd. Absolutely, it's just, he does. That's just That's the, that's the
1: relationship they've had.
0: But it was a lot of Vince, and yeah. there was more Billy Bob Thornton and Haley Joel Osment than there was Billy Walsh. Ew. And it's just, Turtle story had no purpose, Drama story was just kind of there.
1: Yeah. Ian Sloan or Ian Sloan and... Uh, again.
0: Yeah. It's the it's same just... E story we've seen every time, but here it is in an hour and a half. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I didn't pay for it. It was on the movie network. I thought, hey, I'll watch this. Okay, I've seen it.
1: Time to move on. Yep. David Brent life on the road. It's oh, yeah. it was it, it's like a, a longer. I mean, since we're talking about TV shows turn into movies. Yeah. It's a longer version of the British Office. There's that awkwardness. There's that discomfort that comes along with um, Steve uh, Ricky Gervais character. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. There were some really good moments. It was it was okay. I still prefer the series. Sure. And I find that. Ricky Gervais gets on my nerves after a little while so an hour and 20 minutes of Ricky Gervais was enough it, it's the same joke
0: yeah essentially the whole time yeah every character he plays all of his bits they boil down to the same basic ideas totally
1: yeah so, so I get it yeah, yeah. It it's, was, it's funny yeah and yay and, I, but then I, at I a certain point I moments and yeah but at a certain point I was like alright and I'm done with that yeah so that's pretty much all I have to say about that fair enough yeah My last three movies, you've seen, so. Okay. Yeah. So you have three left? I have three left.
0: I'll pick and choose a bit out of what I have down (laughs) here. The Wailing. Okay. It's an amazing Korean horror movie. Oh, cool. It's on Netflix. Okay. So it's available for everybody to check out. It's about... I'm trying to walk the fine line between spoiling it and not being able to tell you enough to make it interesting. Okay. We nominated it at iHorror for Best Foreign Horror. Great. And it's very well deserved. Kind of wish it had won.
1: Okay. I love
0: Train to Busan. Love Train to mm-hmm. Busan, which is also on Netflix if you haven't seen it. Have you seen Train to Busan? No. If you're looking for a good zombie movie, okay. and I mean a good zombie movie, and that's coming from somebody who's exhausted of zombies and generally won't watch them, this one's great. Okay, great. Good to know. As it should be, as it was in my top ten films of last year. (laughs) So, The Wailing is about a policeman who have to deal with some sort of strange outbreak in town. Okay. It's not a zombie outbreak.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: It's two and a half hours.
1: Whoa.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the best way I can put that. It's just, it's, I don't want to give anything away, but it is gorgeous and it's really good. And it's very twisty. Great. I will be surprised. Like, you might be able to figure it out, but it's going to try and make you think you're wrong for an hour after you think you figured it out and you might be wrong or you might be right. Great. And it's really good about
1: it. Cool. So. Okay.
0: And it's gory. So if you're not into gore, be aware.
1: Yeah. Not a problem for
0: me. I I realize, but... But
1: for those who are listening, who might want to know. Totally. I finally saw Bonnie and Clyde. Hey! Yeah, this is just before... Literally, it was the day before the Oscars. Um, And then the Oscars happened. Yep. So that was weird. Yeah. Um, Great movie. I can see why it's so well and well liked and yeah. why it was so successful I'd seen some of it but just had never seen all of it all and, the way through and whatever and yeah. uh, you know Gene Hackman was great in it and, yes and uh, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway they were it was a, it was a very good movie yeah kind of shed is. some light on Bonnie and Clyde and yeah I mean it's fun it's fun yeah it's about bank robbers that you kind of are endeared to yeah So kind of kind of yeah you're more endeared to Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid than you are to Bonnie and Clyde
0: oh yes definitely
1: yeah but, you know, it's it's a romantic tale that everybody's heard of, and it's just yep. kind of cool to see it played out on the screen. Now, so.
0: do you prefer the movie version or the Simpsons version of Bonnie and Clyde?
1: Well, I mean, I prefer the Simpsons version of almost
0: anything, so <laughs> probably the Simpsons version. Okay. Sure. <laughs> How many do you have left? Two. So I have three left? Sure. Okay. Let's talk about Batman the Killing Joke. Okay. It's a Warner Brothers animation, uh, and they do the Killing Joke, for the most part. Are you aware of the Killing Joke? No. Do you know who Batgirl is? Yes. Do you actually know who Batgirl is? Yes. Okay. I
1: mean, not. I don't. I couldn't tell you a lot about her, but I have heard of her, and I am aware that she exists.
0: No, but I'm. I mean, like under the cowl. Oh no. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That I realized after I said it that.
1: Anne Hathaway.
0: No, that, well, she played Catwoman, oh.
1: and... Alicia Silverstone.
0: Right, okay. So, <laughs> we'll start with that, and then go with it's Barbara Gordon.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, you did tell me that once. I That's why I wasn't sure, yes. Right, okay,
0: yeah. Uh, this is the story where she is paralyzed.
1: Oh, Yeah. okay. By Joker. Sure. Interesting.
0: So... It's going through... They added some weird to it, which was completely unnecessary, but it was still an enjoyable... Right. ...animation. Warner Brothers... Like, the DC animation is, by and large, good. hmm Better than the movies. Like, they're good. This one was fine. Cool. I really enjoyed it. All right. It's quite recent. It came out... Netflix? ...late last year. Movie Network.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I can still probably get it.
0: Probably, yeah. Great. And it's an hour and 15 minutes. Oh. So it's a quick
1: watch It's just It's longer than A TV show Slightly
0: longer than a TV show
1: Cool No it's good Nice
0: I don't want to Again I don't want to say too much Because While I'm assuming Most people listening Know the story Dave does not
1: Sure And I don't I don't want to Let me be the voice Of the people And say stop So that The people Right Don't get mad at you For spoiling it Uh, This one I know you've seen Because I'm the
0: reason you saw it
1: Kind of uh, pop star never stop stopping
0: never stop never stopping
1: yes that's what i meant yeah yep. it, it was exactly what we i mean and you and i have talked about this off the air before yep. off off recording it was so fun it was exactly what we were hoping for the songs were hilarious
0: yeah it's andy
1: sandberg and lonely island doing what andy sandberg and lonely island do best
0: with amazing cameos with
1: amazing cameos and just i mean it was kind of a combination of like Lonely Island meets, um, oh, what is the, the, the deaf DJ? Um, it's all gone Pete Tong. Oh, like yeah. kind of just that documentary style and everything where you just have these random people being like, I mean, like you have quest love. Yeah. Like, oh man, this guy was the best. And that was kind <laughs> of his part in <laughs> it. Yeah. So it's just,
0: uh, Usher. sure I always wanted to dance the donkey roll. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like That's why I got into dancing. <laughs>
1: So I can dance the donkey roll. Okay. Just so ridiculous. It was so fun. It was Of course Michael Bolton's in it
0: because Michael, Michael Bolton has Bolton's to be in, in it. it. Because Michael Bolton and the Lonely Islander just seem to be internet bros. Right, so. exactly.
1: It was it was ridiculous. I had so much fun watching it. I was really glad to have seen it. And it was it it met my expectations. It wasn't anything deep, but it was something fun and enjoyable. Yeah.
0: Light, so. fluffy, yeah. music's fun. Yeah. The concerts are ridiculous. The
1: concerts are ridiculous. The the hat that the DJ wears that blasts yeah. light and makes noise and <laughs> poor Yorma. Oh my god, it was so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very very fun. Cool. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Okay. You ever heard of
0: creepy? No. It's from last year. Okay. It's a Japanese mystery thriller. It was sold to me as. Think Japanese Silence of the Lambs. And I'm like, okay, that sounds great. Now that's overselling it a bit. Okay. Unfortunately, because I really wanted a Silence of the Lambs out of it. Sure. But it is incredibly creepy. The name is so perfect for it. Really? Also on Netflix? Uh, No, Shudder. Oh, This is on Shudder. Okay, okay. It's about a former detective who receives a request from a colleague to examine a missing family case. So he follows through on it and then discovers that his neighbor and the neighbor's daughter just are... They're off-putting. You can't quite figure out what's wrong with them. Right. But it seems like there's something... And that's all I'm gonna say about it. Cool, but it's super
1: creepy. It's
0: super creepy. Okay,
1: I will try and investigate. Maybe I will get Shutter. It seems like it's worth it.
0: I enjoy it, and again, it's five bucks, right? So as long as I figure you watch one movie to two movies a month, it's paying for itself. Totally. Right. So
1: yeah.
0: Um. Plus, then you could see Sadako versus Kayako. Fair. Which is so funny. It's so weird. Yeah. Or you could watch all of the grudges, or all of the phantasms, or pretty sweet. Thirty-one Rob Zombie's weird cannibal clown movie. Or all right, it came out last year. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Speaking of creepy horror type movies, uh, my last one was Silent Hill. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was really. It was. Really good. Better than you were thinking it was gonna yeah. be, right? When yeah. I first started like the the weird like the first time she experiences the dark. Right. And there's those weird kids kinda chasing her. Yep. The CG there was not great. No. I mean it is dated now. To absolutely. Be fair, it, but... it is absolutely dated. But I still allowed myself to believe because I have to understand that it was a ten year old movie. Yep. Right. Um So that was that part. I was like, okay, but after that, it got really creepy. Like pyramid head, and the the nurses were amazing. Like it was, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. I did spend kind of the better, you know, kind of the second half hugging a pillow (laughs) because just like I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Really fun. Really, really scary. And uh, yeah, I'm really glad that I finally had a chance to see it. So like I
0: said. I figured it's underrated, and yeah. it has its problems. Sure. Yes, it definitely has problems, and some of the CG
1: hasn't aged well, and some of it's a little f- silly, but... But then there's some parts, like the guy in the bathroom stall, like yeah. that was cool. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm glad to have watched it, and uh, I just oh, watched good. it on the weekend. I was like, yes. This one, I'm I'm excited to talk about that one. So, yeah, no. Yeah.
0: I know. I'm glad you've seen it. And those the nurse that nurse scene is so awesome. It's so good. So awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so now I have to pick one to end on.
1: Yep. Sorry about your luck.
0: Uh, let's do West Front 1918. Okay. I would have talked about the Bounty Hunter, my first ever Randolph Scott movie.
1: Nice. Which
0: I've. What would you rather hear about, Dave? Would you rather hear about West Front 1918, which is a German film about the German side of World War One? Oh, that does
1: sound pretty great.
0: Or the first ever Randolph Scott Western I've ever
1: seen. Both sound great, but talk about the German one. Talk about the German one. Yeah. Okay.
0: West Front 1918 came out in 1930, okay. so this is Weimar era yeah. German. It's made by uh, G.W. Pabst. Do you know who yeah, G.W. Pabst Yeah, I've heard is? the name. Cool. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he's a very, very, very prominent German-ish, Austria-Hungary-Czech-German, because that whole region kind of shifts around a whole bunch. Filmmaker, he made stuff... Oh, man, what would... What would most people know GW Pabst for, Dave? I don't know. He made the the Pandora's Box. Okay. Which is. Do you know who Louise Brooks is? No. Classic film fans would. Okay. Louise Brooks is, was an it girl of the turn of the 30s kind gotcha. of thing. He did a three penny opera. One of oh, the first nice. three okay. penny operas, that sort of stuff. Well, this was. This is about a group of German infantrymen at the First World War living in the trenches in France. They have a brief – they have the ability to go back to a small village. But primarily it's about the ebb and flow of trench warfare from the German side as well as seeing the degradation of Deutschland. At home. Right. So a soldier will go home and find out what it's actually like right. off of the lines. Right.
1: Yeah. Huh. Very telling, eh? Hey?
0: It's very good. Cool. Very, very, very good.
1: Nice. Where'd you get that one? TCM. Oh, okay. Damn it.
0: They had a Pabst night, so I oh, grabbed gotcha. four cool. of his films. Cool. Um. Yeah. It's, it is not an easy watch. But it's still made in 1930, so it's not a super hard watch. Yeah. It's just – it's sad because – and it does – obviously in the First World War especially, both sides – there wasn't really an evil side. Right. As opposed to the Nazi war. Sure.
1: There's clearly – The First World War was just circumstance. Yeah.
0: The Second World War was – Stopping a horrible monster. Yeah.
1: Essentially. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it it is, it's sad to see watching this where it's, they are inevitably going to lose and you know that. And yeah. the filmmaker knows that. So it becomes, an, it is an anti war film. Sure. But from the losing side, which is rare. Which
1: history is never told by the losers. Very
0: rarely. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah.
1: Well, that sounds like a good watch. Just the fact that it's, yeah, cool. Well, I guess that's it. Ended on a bright note. Totally. You, Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we want to answer your questions or just have a good old chat. Do you want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord. That's Sean with you, And we are at Guys From Podcast. You can email us, guysfrompodcast at gmail.com, Facebook us at theguysfrom, or... Get a contract through Metro Newspapers to write their crosswords, which means I'll definitely get to it. As part of your crossword, have some of the answers end up being the question you want asked. I'll decipher the answers and report back to Sean, and we'll totally answer your question.
0: Yeah. Okay, then. Mm -hmm. If you enjoy the guys from podcast, tell anyone you can, any way you can. And the best thing you can do for us is to leave a rating or a review on iTunes. We are available pretty much everywhere podcasts are found worldwide, including Pocket Casts, Player FM, Podbean, Blueberry, Stitcher, you name it, we are probably there. Mm -hmm. Hey Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug?
1: Have you guys ever read anything by Stephen King? You should. He gets a bad rap because he's just a horror writer, but there's a reason why he's the best-selling author of all time, or one of. I think he's the best-selling author of all time. At one point he was. I don't know, Jesus has sold an awful lot. That's fair. Anyway, he it's not just because he churns out books about lamp monsters. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> the guy's great. And there's it's not just horror. There's some really good non-horror stuff too that he writes. He just writes imagery so well and I'm just I'm just coming off having read a Stephen King book and there's a reason why I like him so much. So I just suggest if you haven't actually given him a chance, do. Yeah. John
0: On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this informative podcast, informative on Sean and Dave, at least, Mm -hmm. we also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every day, throwback tracks every Thursday, gaming, movies, sports occasionally, TV occasionally. You name it, we probably write about
1: it. And for me, being the voice of the people, just wondering... Just gonna
0: run with that, huh? Yeah, totally.
1: (laughs) Where could they go to find all this again?
0: www.theguysfrom.com Terrific. Head to ihorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs. And also a shout out to everybody on Instagram. We just hit 50,000 followers, which is pretty exciting for me. And as I usually do when we talk about stuff like this, we have a whole pile of things that I'm guessing you probably haven't seen. If somebody has seen every film we just mentioned, you should probably tweet at me, because then I'd have someone to talk about Westfront 1918 with. Otherwise, watch some stuff.
1: Special thanks to The Sweets for our terrific opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. Also, special thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for our takeout music, called Fearless First, as well as today's advertising music, called Hyperfun.
0: This has been episode 162 of the Guys From Podcast. I don't know, a podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And
1: I'm the voice of Dave. Have a great week, everybody.
0: The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by nothing. Nothing but the voice of Dave watch me edit myself out of this and it's just you talking for an hour